All right, I'll see you at the end. Hello again, we meet again. And today is going to be built on what we discussed in our last transmission. So before we begin, how are you doing? We are doing great, thanks for asking. How are you doing? <laughs> we are fantastic, thank you for asking. So, yeah, let's get started. In our last transmission, for those who have not watched, we'll do a quick recap. We discussed how your past traumas can be trapped in your body and in your aura and which can also affect not only your health, your emotions, but also your manifestations. And we went into much more details about the mechanics of how that works. So building up on that, in today's session, we are going to talk about how these things actually influence your body. So. As a human who would have never experienced any kind of negativity in their life, you would realize that you don't need to be physically present in the physical reality in order to experience it. You could also become non-physical. You would lose your interest in the physicality once you have realized, because you would have complete awareness about yourself and you will know that it is easier to manifest things in the spirit realm than in the physical realm whereas when you have chosen a specific life theme you are given some guidelines before your birth as to how you can navigate your human life some kind of download that comes inbuilt just like your mobile phone comes with some default apps. Similarly, the human body comes with some default programmings, but those are mostly positive in nature. As your life progresses from age zero, you experience certain things that you cannot explain and which don't leave a pleasant experience, and you start internalizing that it must be your fault in some way. And thus, negative beliefs like, oh, I am not good enough, or I'm not worthy, or I don't belong, or I'm not loved, and these kinds of beliefs start forming. 
But since this happens at a very subconscious level, because you, most of you are not aware that these beliefs exist in the subconscious level, you carry on with your life. And the thoughts generated by these beliefs are happening in the background. We say this, we are explaining this mechanism so that you understand how you are manifesting illnesses in the body and how a body part or the entire body goes out of alignment. So bear with us. So when you believe something, there are automatic thoughts created which you are not always conscious of because those are automatic, those are ingrained, those are part of the subconscious, those happen so instantly and so spontaneously that you sometimes can't even catch hold of them. And then one thought leads to another. And since these are silent thoughts, unless you have developed awareness of your thought, you will not be aware of their presence and you keep thinking about them very often since your childhood now what this happens it creates is it creates huge thought forms in your aura through repetition thinking the same thing again and again and again because thought forms not only contain thought but also emotions they contain material of the etheric body the mental body and the emotional body which is part of your aura so each thought form has those three elements and with repetition thinking the same thing they become stronger because you're feeding energy into it and they develop a consciousness of their own and you're doing this for years so when we say belief systems belief systems are created and they exist in your body whereas the thought forms are a response of having a specific belief system and those thought forms are all around you in your aura and they have become stronger because you have thought about them more and more often that is how you start creating unpleasant realities because manifestation is all about creating a strong thought form that also contains strong emotions and some of the etheric element which comes through repetition thinking repeatedly the same thing but because you're not aware that you are having these thoughts you feel like oh I'm thinking positive why are they not manifesting in my life I'm thinking about so many good things why are they not manifesting in my life because when you are creating a conscious thought form when you are intentionally thinking that thought form has not received much energy because you have not thought about it very often it is not as that strong as the one which might be opposite of that in nature so this one which has been fed for years becomes so strong it starts attracting similar realities to you which resonates with its vibration it directly influences your vibration 
and hence all the positive thought forms that you're creating they kind of lose power because conscious thinking requires you to feed and focus energy on the same thing over and over again which most of you cannot do you're not able to focus on the same thought for extended periods of time and that is humanly also can become very difficult because you're consciously going to use your Rajna Chakra thinking about the same thing. That is the reason why we make you aware of your belief systems, of your traumas, because these negative thought forms that you have created and which are attracting negative things in your life are created because of the beliefs that were created in your childhood. So release the trauma, release the belief. Those are the root cause. Because once you release them, the thought, no matter how many years it has been fed, it loses its power. There is no source powering it anymore. And then it is easier to transform. It's easier to get rid of it. Now that you understand this basic of manifestation, You have different kinds of ideas about your body. You have different kinds of ideas about your reality. And the misalignment in your body or the creation of the illness happens because these thoughts that you are having, you are very powerful creators. You are manifesting all the time, wherever you are whatever you see around you, you have manifested in your higher self bubble. You have created it already and you are constantly and seamlessly manifesting. You are a manifestation machine and your body is a technology to do so. So if you are thinking that I just think, I just thought a simple thought for like, two seconds does that matter yes you have already created and manifested a reality like that but because there are mixed other thought forms there so you created a mixed reality now depending on the strength of the thought form that you created doesn't matter how long you have th thought about depends on what other thoughts are there to negate it so if you have conflicting thoughts you are going to get mixed reality results and your manifestation will either not work or get botched up or not exactly the way you wanted it to be because it is getting influenced by the other thoughts. So we use the word thoughts very often, but we want to emphasize that thought forms that you are creating has its own consciousness when you are repeatedly thinking about the same thing and it also contains your emotions. Each thought has emotions. So once you work on your belief systems and release the negative ones, you are going to be able to create more positive thought forms in your aura and more positive manifestations because those thoughts will evoke positive emotions. Now coming to the body, we'll give an example to illustrate what do we mean when the body goes out of the alignment. Now, the physical body's primary job is survival. It is meant to keep you alive at any cost it will do everything to keep you going which is why a lot of illnesses you don't even get to know because they are silently healed inside the body 
Now, when you have repeatedly thought a thought form, like this person is giving me a headache, this person's very existence gives me a headache. Even if you have never spoken about it, even if you're silently or unconsciously thinking about it, the thought forms will be created and they'll get stronger if you keep in touch or around the same person. And then eventually it will become strong enough to create a reality in your body by making it go out of alignment because now your body has no option but to accept oh this whenever i'm around this person i develop a headache and physically it will manifest this is how you damage your own body we are saying this in this way so that you take responsibility and accountability for your own life. Each and every thought that you're thinking, that person is a pain in my back or I'm literally drowning in responsibilities or any word that you're using, you are manifesting that instantly. You're not able to see it because the thought is not strong enough yet, but given much reputation, eventually it will become your reality. Some people have the habit of saying, or rather, let's say, lying to avoid communication like, oh, I did not do this because I had a stomachache, just to avoid the problem. Now, if they do this very frequently, Again, they are going to create a strong thought form that actually makes the stomachache manifest. So there has been many people who have lied without realizing and kept saying the same lie over and over again without realizing, and that has become their reality. There's a reason why the proverb on your planet exists that honesty is the best policy. And humans have the tendency of doing everything rather than communicate their own truth authentically. Given that you have this information now, there are many ways to observe how your bodies go out of alignment. The most common is the symptoms that you experience. The symptoms that you experience in your body, but sometimes some illness may have happened and you don't even know because they have manifested in your energy body first because remember the thoughts are happening in the energy body so they have manifested in your energy body and it will take sufficient amount of repetition to make it manifest in the physical body manifestation is basically putting your focus and energy into something so much that it physicalizes Now, think about any kind of physical problems that you may have had or have now. And notice if you can remember when it started happening 
what circumstances happened in your life what were you think thinking what did you believe about yourself what emotions did you feel at that point it is hard to generalize for everybody that okay like a formula like if you think like this you are going to develop this kind of illness because each person's perception is different but overall there can be still some generalizations made based on your belief systems say for example if you have thoughts or beliefs around carrying the burden of the family carrying the burden of responsibility or any kind of carrying of responsibility most likely you are going to develop a backache upper back lower back those variations comes with more nuances in what kind of thoughts you have similarly some of you who feel suffocated where wherever you are staying or if you if you are around specific people and if you are thinking about those people too often and feeling those negative emotions very often then you'll suddenly notice you are having sinus problems where your nose is getting blocked because your suffocation becomes real some of them might manifest as it as asthma like not being able to breathe because again the same theme of suffocation so the whole point of today's discussion here that we are having is to make aware how powerful creators you are and how you can become more cognizant about what thoughts you are thinking and holding yourself back no did i just think that now no let me reframe it in some way in in a way that does not create a problem in my life reframing is a very good tool to use when you catch yourself thinking of a negative thought if you accept how powerful creators you are and how you are responsible for creating your reality you will feel you are also responsible for whatever is going on in your life both good and bad and take credit for the good and work on the bad we are here to give you back your power some of you might feel like oh that's put puts too much responsibility on us no we are giving you back your power you need to heal your trauma if you feel that way because you feel like there has been so much in my life and now i am responsible for everything that is a trauma response and you should work on that with help of professionals many of you will easily go to doctors when you are not well but when it comes to your mental health you will not consult anybody you'll try to do things on your own especially when you are not an expert which is why now we are specifically saying this 
please consult your humans who are good at this to get help because it will not only create health good health in your body but it will also help you spiritually see everything is connected they are not disconnected everything comes together and we are going to build up on that in future sessions so in our permission slip towards the end we are going to show you how to connect with your body and ask yourself is there any problem somewhere even before it has manifested physically so that is something we are going to do after we have taken the questions thank you thank you very much do you have anything else to share with us we wanted to share about the energy body but given the length of today's transmission we will do that on some other time because remember each of these transmissions build upon builds upon the previous one they can be treated standalone as well so we would rather would like to dedicate one transmission simply on this alone instead of clubbing it in today's transmission so we will take the questions now thank you thank you so much for this transmission it was very informative and enlightening um we do have uh, one question from the audience at this very moment it's from joe joe would you like to unmute yourself and ask your question please okay i'll read instead of him so joe asks us this during meditation I feel some energy going through my body and hear some high frequency sound. What are these and how does paying attention to the sound and energy helps me? What is energetic blockage slightly to the right of the center of my chest? Is there a way to consistently... Let's take one question at a time. So we are going to take the first question. During meditation, I feel some energy going through my body and hear some high frequency sound what are these yes so and, okay when you are meditating you are becoming more aware of your internal world those sounds existed already within you but during meditation you're tuning into your frequency you are getting becoming aware of that those are the things that exist within you now those could be could be different kinds of sound depending on where they are happening what kind of sound you are hearing hearing and things like that so we would need a little bit more information on that 
Joe, would you like to unmute yourself and ask uh, additional questions and share? For some reason, he's quiet, so. Let's go ahead with the next question. Okay. Uh, so, Leticia, would you unmute yourself and ask your question, please? Yes. Hi. So, my first question is regarding the lower chakras. Um, you know, it's very easy for us to work on our heart chakras. And I mean, I'm talking for myself, work on my, you know, third eye chakra and my crown chakra and, you know, raise the vibration and access fourth and fifth dimension. Now, talking to the lower chakras, you know, first, second, third, what are some suggestions that we can work as techniques or that we can as well work on the uh, vibration of our lower chakras. So when you say working on the lower chakras, what exactly are you trying to do? Um, I mean, root chakra, um, you know, it's connected to, to, to money as well. Is that correct? I'm, I'm not 100% yes. sure. Yes. And I, I've noticed a lot of people have that sort of issue, you know, a hard um, time manifesting abundance. And um, I know it, it is connected. And uh, I, of course, there are, you know, probably either traumas or beliefs that need to be worked. So. Uh, so just working on the belief that is affecting that chakra, will that be enough? Or is there any like, you know, physical sort of technique that there are many techniques? There are many techniques from different schools of thought. You can choose any school of thought which allows you to empower your root chakra. So working on the beliefs will clear out the gunk so that the root chakra is not blocked per se the chakra itself is pretty fine the problem is when you are thinking a lot of negative thoughts having a lot of negative emotions repeatedly without realizing and not having the awareness then it is obstructing the work of the chakra so remove the obstruction first simply working and enlarging the chakra is going to create mixed manifestations because those thoughts will still block your manifestation suppose if somebody has a belief that i am a healer and i cannot take money that is not right or i shouldn't charge money because i'm doing service like this one then you already have a strong thought form and a belief which is opposite which is acting in opposition with what you want which is you want to attract abundance you want to attract wealth and this belief is like a major block you don't even know so even if you work on the chakra say let's you have activated the chakra through some means you're not going to get much results because 
this belief is going to again make your chakra smaller. Remember, your chakras increase and decrease in sizes every second. They are breathing, they are alive, they are conscious. Every good thought increases their size. Every bad thought makes them smaller. So even say you have manually increased that using some techniques, what's the point? You'll have that same thought again and it will go back to its size of smallness. Every thought changes the size of your chakras. We are repeating every thought. The more positive thoughts you have, the more they will get activated. So if you have root chakra problems, ask what are your beliefs around money and survival or any kind of root chakra related issues. Once you work on that belief, the chakra will breathe and expand with a little bit of help here and there. We know you are looking for a technique, but we are giving you the actual thing that would work. Does it make sense? Yes. Um, I noticed that there is a um, belief, a very common belief, that I have I have to work on myself too. That I think it affects that chakra, which is the uh, I'm not good enough, or I'm waiting, you know, for me to know everything and then do what I want to do or feel those good enough. Where those so the second one comes from a place of fear. So the fears and beliefs work together because the beliefs create the thought and the thought creates the emotion. So they are, you can say, inseparable in a way, in a sense. Yes. And that feels like it's it's a root chakra as well. Because if I don't feel you know good enough, then I don't want to charge because I feel that I've, it's not worth. And, and that kind of blocks the the flow of manifestation not feeling good enough not just affects your root chakra but all the other chakras because you're talking mm -hmm. about your whole state of being it reduces the size of all the chakra what does working on the chakra mean it means activating it meaning it becomes bigger it becomes brighter it rotates faster the chakras rotate and we are going to discuss this in some other point of time so a healthy chakra rotates faster, bigger in size, and brighter in color. So that is what it means to be activating a chakra. It is healthy. It is fully functioning. With all the negative thoughts and beliefs that you're creating, it becomes smaller, smaller. It loses its color, uh, and its speed slows down. And this, when the speed slows down, that's when a lot of congested energy builds up around it. Now it's not cleaning itself as often as it, as it used to do. And that is how it manifests illnesses in the body. And the slowing down is happening because of the thoughts. So they are interconnected. They are not separate. Yes. And another thing you said that it makes sense is that a lot of these thoughts and beliefs right that we keep thinking without noticing they are unconscious i noticed that yes. it took me a while to realize that and uh, 
it feels that some of them we grow up learning that way you know that if because society has those expectations of achievements you know dwell in school and then get a career go to university and um if you don't fit that kind of journey then it's always reinforcing oh you know you're not good enough or you're not gonna make it or this is not the way and then so the uh, easiest way so imprinted the easiest way to become aware of those unconscious thoughts and beliefs is noticing your emotion that is the key that is where okay. you tune in that is will that is what will give you idea as to what you need to listen to so if you are suddenly feeling sad and you were not really thinking that the thing was happening unconsciously and suddenly you're not feeling good ask yourself why am i not feeling good most of mm. you are so used to feeling low that that has become mm. your default and you are not able to even find out whether that is normal or that is not normal your normal or natural state of being is being your true authentic self and being in a state of excitement when we say excitement it doesn't mean running or jumping up and down excitement could be also expressed as peace and contentment with oneself that is your default state but most of the states that we observe now on earth the default is sadness so you can't even differentiate when you are feeling happy or from one emotion to the other if you are constantly feeling low ask yourself why am i feeling low and that will lead you back to the unconscious thought then you can do something about it. And as, uh, what I've been noticed since I started this work, you know, of uh, bringing my beliefs into awareness and choosing uh, the ones that serve me more now that I am aware that I can do that, um, I've noticed that as I, as I go working on those beliefs, you know about like not being good enough or not being worth it i i thought i i was done with it right like and and then there is still more so it feels like you you go deeper as you start working and you start accessing those ones that you thought they didn't exist and still there is like a a rip effect right that is still um it's not a rip effect it's more like you haven't fully or properly released it this is the reason we okay. ask you to try not to do it by yourself because when you are doing okay. a release it might feel that everything is all right only when it comes up again and you would feel like oh i've worked on this and this came back again and that's when you lose hope and faith mm -hmm. that maybe it doesn't work but it does work it's just that it has to be done in a specific way depending on what method you are following it has to be tested thoroughly that it is fully gone because a change in belief will cause a change not only in your thoughts and emotions but also change in your behaviors and decisions you are not going to make the same decisions or you're not going to behave in the same way even if it is a slight change there will be change but nevertheless, the work that you're still doing on yourself, even if the belief is not fully gone, it still heals some of the trauma and hence it still creates 
a little less densification of the thought. So it, that work is not gone into vain. It still is effective. It just needs to be complete and thorough. That's yeah. it. Thank you. If if I am uh, able to ask, continuing this subject, um, would you say that regression under hypnosis is something um, that it, you can access your your childhood easier? You don't need hypnosis for regression. Regression can be done without hypnosis. Okay. In regression, you can simply, it's it's not as complicated as you think. It's quite easy, actually. There are many authors who name it in different ways, but they are talking about pretty much the same thing. So in regression, you can simply go back to that memory that created this and try to release the negative emotional charge in such a way that let's just say it in this way we believe we discussed this in the last transmission when you are doing regression you are technically connecting to the past self which is another parallel version of you which is still connected in your aura you are basically accessing that connection and mm -hmm. your through your imagination and in that connection you can actually speak with that past self and help it release its trauma in such a way and change its perspective about the trauma in such a way that this connection is lost and a new connection is created so you see a different version of the past self which is living in a different memory an altered memory it's not the same memory anymore. So even though you would remember what the original memory was, now you are not connected to that. You are connected to an altered one, which doesn't give you any negative emotional charge. So this is how you test any regression or any kind of therapy, whether it has worked or not. The thing, the main problem that was there, are you still feeling that strongly or that negatively towards it? Or either you are completely neutral indifferent yeah whatever yes and i um want to ask you just regarding um the plant medicine that we call ayahuasca here um i've been doing some um treatment with the shaman and i've noticed that um i was able to access past um, traumas and what can you say regarding uh, ayahuasca for that purpose i ayahuasca is very potent in opening your third eye and it is not necessary to do regression you can do regression without all that it mm -hmm. allows you to connect to all the other realms which you are unaware of but because it opens up your third eye chakra, if there are some blockages there, it can create some unpleasant experiences also. So just take some precaution around that. Hopefully your shaman is aware of the dosage and the practice. Yes, thank you so much.
Yes. Okay, thank you, Leticia. Uh, Anita, uh, would you please unmic yourself? You also have two questions, so go ahead and ask. Okay, Anita is uh, not opening the microphone. I will ask her questions. So the question is, would you walk us through some beliefs we all have that are needing in need to be transformed? Thank you. It seems like a blockages to money is the big one among light workers, <laughs> for example. This has been already shared with you by the being named the Bashar. And we are simply going to reiterate it because these are pretty common. There are these five. I'm not worthy. I don't belong. I'm not loved. We'll stick with these three for now. Okay, thank you. James, are you here? Can you unmute yourself and ask your questions? Yep, I'm here. Hello. Thank you very much for the uh, really, really interesting monologue today. Really, really amazing, actually. Um, I had a question about, well, a couple of questions, if that's okay. Um, I've been working quite a lot with, with over the years doing my healing work with, for example, my heart chakra, my third eye and my crown chakra. Are you able to give us some permission slips or some ideas how to practically build like a physical connection with our lower chakras? It's just to sort of add to Letitia's questions because like I would like to be able to physically feel them more, um, which kind of, I suppose, gives me a more conscious uh idea of where they're at in terms of being open or closed or you know that kind of thing you can converse with them because each chakra has a consciousness if you know the locations of the chakra you can simply take your hand touch that part of the body say for example if you're trying to connect with your heart chakra simply Put your hand on your heart because this is where it is. And take deep breaths with the intention of connecting with this chakra, not the organ. Say I'm connecting to my heart chakra. And then start talking to it as if it's another human. Wait for the answers that come up. If you are doing it for the first time or if you're not connected with your body, it may take a while for dancers to show up, but dancers are there nevertheless. They might come up as your own voices. They might come up as body sensations or images. They may communicate through any means, so pay attention. This is how you establish a relationship with your chakras, where there is a feedback mechanism you're asking them. There are many ways to actually use your chakras in real life but first we would like to understand 
what is the purpose of you doing all of this so that we can better guide you um <clears throat> well when I was working with my heart chakra doing meditations um, before doing healing work, like I, I work with Reiki energy, um, I just completely one day just basically realized or could feel my heart. So it felt like it felt like kind of hot melted butter. And the more I put my focus of conscious awareness within my heart energy center, it seemed to expand it until at one point like it, my whole chest was like really really hot like super hot and i just wondered if it's possible to do that with the other chakras as, as well when you say became hot what exactly were you doing um meditating and keeping my conscious awareness within that and uh, within the chakra did it feel pleasant or unpleasant? Oh, no, very, very pleasant. Yeah. It literally felt like a very, very hot melting butter spreading throughout my whole top half of my chest. So what is stopping you from doing the same exercise with the other chakras? You can again bring your consciousness to your root chakra and do the same exercise. Would I get the same feedback from other chakras or was that specifically in for the heart chakra because of its frequency were you doing a chanting meditation or silent meditation silent and was it specifically given with some specific words that you are supposed to think or any visualization how what exactly were you meditating on honestly i was just sitting in the peace and in the still being very present and, and trying to maintain then you can presence. use the same thing right. you can use the same way to connect with your other chakras we say this because if something has worked for you then it will be easier for you to redo it for your other chakras instead of trying to adapt to something totally new if that has worked for your heart chakra you can do the same practice with the other chakras whichever one you want to connect with okay and would i expect a similar sort of feedback or feeling to generate then for, from the other one you as well. will definitely receive a feedback based on the condition of the chakra and many other factors that we are not going to details into but you'll definitely receive a feedback you will know that you have received a response let okay. us just not open your gifts for you just <laughs> do it and see how it feels okay thank you um the next the question i had after that was was like do they do our chakras have their own sort of natural cleaning mechanisms i guess our yes. whole body is always trying to reach equilibrium yes. right yes this is why most of the illnesses don't affect you that's why you are able to recover from a cough or a cold because they are always working and they are working without your conscious understanding permission whatever you wish to call it they are working 24 into 7. they are constantly cleaning with this rotating movement when they are rotating in anti-clockwise they are absorbing energy when they are rotating clockwise they are releasing energy okay. when they are releasing energy they are dispelling dirty diseased energy 
so they are doing it all the time so when the chakra gets blocked the rotation becomes slower now they are taking a long time to release the dirty energy and that dirtiness gets clogged around it and makes it even slower and that's where the illness starts manifesting okay thank you the, the last thing i wanted to touch upon really quickly was like what I've observed in myself is that sometimes my thoughts can run away with me very, very easily. Um, I guess that's down to a practice of maintaining presence through meditation and things like that. Um, Where are your thoughts running away with? I, I mean, in terms of focus, like if, if I focus on a particular thing I want to manifest or a certain state of being I want to embody more, I, or, or even meditate, you know, like sometimes I can't hold the focus for for more than a specific period of time. Is is that just a direct reflection of our sort of, I don't know how to put it, like state of conscious awareness development or presence no, practice? No, it's because there are a lot of things like we were talking about <clears throat> in our last transmission, there are many conflicting parts whose needs are not met and they are trying to communicate with you with those oh. recurring thoughts and you are not paying attention to them so they are not letting you do whatever you want to do that's where the conflict is yeah that that makes really good sense actually so it's about just listening to all of the, the messages in in turn and not ignoring any of them and working yes just say oh yeah what do you have to say tell me they'll say, share their message and then they'll leave and if it is going on and on and on that it means it requires a resolution and that's when the work starts yeah now thank you very much thank you i have one question uh when you were talking about those thought forms and let's say we have negative one on a subconscious level that keeps running but we also work simultaneously on the counterpart like positive thought form and they're clashing in the moment and we have a problem manifesting what would be step-by-step -step process uh, to achieve equilibrium let's call it that way is it like the what first step that you must uh, balance balance between inner no, and outside we know what that means we mean balance between what uh our inner and outside world that's what i mean but clearly that's influenced by dot dot forms that's why i'm asking the question so is it uh the first step to uh, release in all possible ways that negative what do you mean by balancing the inner and the outer world we are very curious what do i mean by that well i think that each of us have so-called inner um reality our inner being that's related to our intuition and um inner voices inner communication that we receive and outer reality is what we perceive as the physical world that includes everyone else not just us that's at least my decision. so when you say balance what exactly are you trying to balance because these two realities coexist simultaneously. So what are you trying to balance between them? Well, I'm guessing uh, internal world mostly. Uh, 
But uh, my question was actually how we work with two clouds that exist simultaneously. That's uh, something that I still find confusing. Like, let's say that we just found ourselves in a place that we are aware that we still carry negative clouds and beliefs, but we are also working on the positive ones. So what, what's so happening? So you don't have to work on the positive one. You just have to have an idea where you're heading because the positive one doesn't need any working they are positive so have your focus that this is what gives me joy or makes me feel loved or inspires me or makes me curious or you can have any positive feelings that it creates that should be your focus if you want to manifest it at the same time work on the negative ones we were asking about the balance and what do you understand about the balance is because we wanted to clarify your inner reality is going to reflect in your outer reality there's not much difference but we wanted to understand how you perceive it mm -hmm. so if you are having a lot of good experiences with very less negative experiences then don't think it's temporary because the very thought that oh this is temporary is again powered by a limiting belief that good things don't last so if you are having a good time for a prolonged period of time like months after months we are not talking about one or two day or a few hours then it means that the number of negative beliefs that you had has reduced because your outer reality will show what is happening inside so there are more positivity inside that's why your outer world is positive if you're having repeated negative experience then there are beliefs that needs to be worked on because these beliefs that you're creating in your inner world is directly pulling that version of parallel reality which is an exact match to its vibration which is again negative in nature and thus completing the cycle of creating again negative emotions in you and it is a self-perpetuating cycle so the first step is become aware oh i have the power and i'm creating my reality let's change things up so that is how you understand the success of the work that you're doing in yourself is it reflecting outside are you happier with the things now in life in general or in any specific aspect of life and congratulations mm -hmm. thank you uh we have some questions from uh, facebook too but i just wanted to say that we are one hour exactly since we started so uh, would you like to take more questions or we'll take questions for 20 more minutes then you can okay. remind us again. No problem. Okay, so uh, Chuck Freeberg from Facebook, he asked the following questions. Which animal spirit would be best to meditate on to assist the energy at the middle and lower Dantian for heart purification and gut intuition? Those are many different things.
could you repeat the yes, points uh, that were mentioned sorry would i repeat what repeat the question yes please so which animal spirit would be best to meditate on to seize the energy at the middle and lower dantian for heart purification hold on, hold on. okay let's go step by step which the boar the boar for the middle dantian b-o-a-r and give us a moment the seal for the lower dantian now we'll move on to the next part of the question can you repeat the next part well the question is which animal spirit would be best to meditate on to assist the energy at the middle and lower dantian for the purpose of heart purification and gut intuition. Yes, those are the ones. Mm -hmm. So, any animal spirit to meditate on? We just said it. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, Jeff has a question. I often wake up at 2 or 3 in the morning and can't go back to sleep because my mind is so very clear. And then I get tired again at 5, 6 a.m., 5 or 6 in the morning, and then I go back to sleep. And then I sleep late and start my day too late. Is there any ways to keep sleeping from 11 p.m. to 7 a.m. without waking up? His body is going through a lot of changes. The sleep cycle gets affected severely when there are many changes going on in the body. And it will get better automatically on its own. We would suggest not to try to force and try to sleep at 11 and 7 schedule. We understand some of you might have difficulties with this different schedule, we would say. So the question is, why would you see it as something bad unless you have to go to work or somewhere in a very specific time, which in which case we understand. Just bear with this energy. Try to take naps during the day. Don't resist it. Don't force it to change. It will change on its own. It's a good thing because your body is receiving upgrades. That is all. Yeah, I went through the same. It lasted for a year and a half. I couldn't really sleep normally, but I really felt like I'm receiving upgrades all the time. Uh, but it's kind of tough when you need to do regular human stuff. So I guess that's why So take naps. Take naps if possible throughout the day. 
whenever you can, wherever you can. All right. So, Leticia, uh, do you have another question that would you like to ask? Yes. Uh, thank you. Um, so, just going back to what Milly was saying before regarding the outer reality, you know, after this past year of learning, you know, that I basically create my reality, right? What I see is what I'm creating, what I'm vibrating. Um, I kind of feel like when I look at the outer realities, like I'm looking at the past. And it can guide me to say, oh, I, I actually don't like this way. I like this. So it, can, it, it helps me to shape for me to wish something new or something different. I understood that I have to choose the vibration I want for myself first. It's like I have to feel the emotion of what I want first, let's say the law of attraction. And then the manifestation will kind of like fall into place at the right time. That's the thing. We are in a time and space dimension. So there is this kind of gap from what we are wishing and when it comes. What is the this? gap is because the gap is because there are conflicting beliefs which are preventing the manifestations. If you did not have any conflicts within yourself, you would be capable of instantaneous manifestations, even as humans. Let's just say if you have totally worked on all your negative beliefs and all your positive beliefs are in total harmony, then whatever you think will manifest instantly. There will not be any gap. The gap is because you are wanting something and a belief which is an opposite in nature exists, but you don't know that. So this one is negating this one, or if this one is powerful, it's creating a mixed reality. Or this is simply delaying this to happen because this thought is literally have to spend all its effort to manifest when there is an oppositional force working against it. Hence the time lag. Okay, that clarifies because my question was, what is the final step missing, right? Because I've, I've been encountering this uh, final step, meaning now you just explained that um, there is still conflict in beliefs and thoughts. So yeah. It, the yeah, the work of you know, clear them up and changing them, transforming them to what if your manifestations are delayed, if your manifestations are delayed, the question to ask yourself to find the belief that's blocking it is how does it serve us if this thing doesn't manifest? How does okay. it serve us positively? Because if you get answers, oh, say you wanted bag of money and say it's not manifesting so ask yourself how will it serve me positively if that money doesn't manifest if you get some answers there is a belief that is acting in opposition with that that is why it is not manifesting because subconsciously you believe 
that it is good to not have that bag of money for whatever reason. And this is how you start digging inside for what reason. And that's where you find the belief. Oh, this is the belief that is preventing from this one to manifest. Thank you. Yeah, that was very clarifying. Thank you. Yes. Okay, we have uh, one more very interesting question um, from Jeff Geo from Facebook. How can I develop my clairvoyance and Kundalini? There are many ways for Kundalini and clairvoyance. The clairvoyance is associated mostly with the Ajna chakra and the crown chakra. So working on these two chakras through whichever mean you are drawn to would be beneficial, provided, again, you don't have fears associated with clairvoyance, because then, again, that belief will stop you from experiencing it, even though your chakras are pretty open and they are ready. For Kundalini, it always depends from person to person. We cannot give a general guidance because each person's body is different. What works for one person might be harmful for the other. So this is again, person by person basis. And we could have asked some clarifying question to suggest something specific to them. Okay, thank you. Um, Siddhartha asked, what is the reason for headaches? And I would add migraines too. Uh, is there any specific message in that? Yes. Like we said in the beginning of the transmission, the headache is triggered at a very specific thought when you are having. So pay attention. When are the headaches triggered? Is it when something specific happens? It will take some conscious effort. But mostly headaches represent the things that you don't know how to deal with. And they are just there as a nagging feeling. So for each person, they have to find their own reasons for the headache. It could be sometimes a person is giving them a headache because they have a belief system that whenever I experience this certain energy from the person, it creates some negative emotions. And as a threat response, it creates a headache. There could be many other reasons. And like we said, each human is different. So each person's reason will be different to some extent but mostly it is getting triggered by your own thoughts about something so become more aware of which thought or what was i thinking or feeling after which the headache started That's thank all. you Anita Kepner, uh, I think it would be very appropriate if you maybe unmute yourself and ask your own question regarding your heart instead of me reading it. Can you unmute yourself? Yes, can you hear me? Okay. Yes, yes. Okay. Um, um, so please uh, ask the question about your heart. <laughs> yes, um, I have... Um, been working on lots of uh, 
psychic issues as far as my gifts go have become a channel. Um, I have, um, to me, it's uh, dealing with other people's emotions are a lot easier than dealing with my own. <laughs> and um, I've worked a lot on my own beliefs over the past several years and dealing with traumas. And I'm still having some issues uh, right now with my heart feeling heavy. Um, I'm also having issues with being very exhausted. That's a whole nother um and a whole nother issue, but it makes it difficult for me to to see or hear or know what it is that's in my heart that is making it so heavy. Uh, I, I don't know what's left there for me to work on. I'm not feeling it How and, long? and knowing what it is. How, How long, long has it been? You... Yeah. Um, it's hard for me to differentiate because it's been years. <laughs> Um, I had certain things that have happened here lately that might make it more heavy, but, um, I've had a lot of trauma. Um, so I'm not really sure what, which thing it is, <laughs> you know, what it, what it is that's, are you that's missing making somebody so or someone or something from your life, like a person or your highest excitement? Yes, I'm, I'm working on um, the highest excitement part of that. Um, I am working on my psychic gifts to be a, just a bit more clear, to be a better channel. Um, I do have issues with um, missing my mother that she died in uh, December 31st of 21. Um, I'm able to talk to her, though, on the other side. Um, so that's helped with that sadness. Um, so I'm just, I don't know, I'm having trouble so knowing. One way to know this is your mother is still accessible to you anytime. Yes, she's yes. not physically available, which is understandable. But you are meeting her regularly in the astral realm. So what is it about your mother not being here make you sad? I'm not sure. That, that statement just made me cry, so there has to be something to that. Yes. So take your time when you can on your own to introspect because there are a lot of raw emotions still. There might be somebody hiding in there, which makes you feel that maybe non-physical existence is not good enough and you need the physical existence or anything in, the, in that line. It could be something different also. So take your time. Grieving is normal. But when you feel ready, you can dive into it and see what comes up be gentle the fatigue is mostly when you are not following your highest excitement and you're pushing through the day so the question is what is blocking you from following your highest excitement right at this moment a lot of humans on earth right now are experiencing chronic fatigue because of this reason 
because they realize they are not living their highest excitement and they are constantly pushing through the day instead of really living it. How does okay. it sounds to you when we say this? It it does. I, I'm kind of in the middle of a transition. Um, I have quit my job because it was um, exhausting me and it was not in my highest excitement and I was not being valued. Um, so I don't have another job to go to and I do have a little money set aside to um, kind of, I, I need a, a time frame to rest um, because I have worked too long and too hard without rest um which was not good for me and i'm wanting to move towards uh channeling as as my excitement but i'm also wondering um i know that there's something as far as a new job that's coming i've been been told this and i can see it but i don't know that it's really in my highest excitement um sometimes you just have to have a job to make money in order to be able hold to do to that thought. hold on to that huh? thought this thought that you just said that sometimes yeah. you just have to do a job to for money we would urge you to investigate this thought this is a thought that most humans have right now which is stopping them from pursuing their highest excitement and when you say this thought do you feel any positive emotions no exactly so your emotions should be your guidance so i don't feel good when i say this thought any thought that has a negative association will always go back to a negative belief that is how you find out that is how you get hold of it and start working on it right okay All right. Well, thank you very much. I appreciate this. Thank you. And we are exactly one hour and 20 minutes. Uh, and you said to remind you. Yeah. So let's start with the permission slip. We can take the questions next time. We will be meeting you in August again. Because Horde and Arcturians are going to build the foundation for what's there to come in August from us. So for the permission slip, this is going to help you connect with your energetic body because illnesses first manifest in your energy body because the thoughts are also energetic in nature so that's where all the problems start and when you have enough repetition it physicalizes so if you remove the problem at the energetic level they will not physicalize so how do you find out this permission slip is about that take a couple of deep breaths to Connect with your body. Make sure you're in a place where no one's going to disturb you and your gadgets are silent. Take 
deep belly breaths. Take at least six deep breaths, deep belly breaths. Now, connect with your body by paying attention to any sensation in your body. Notice what sensations you feel in your toes, in your feet, in your legs, in your eyes, in your sexual organs in your hips, your back, your stomach, your chest, your throat, your hands, your face, your neck and shoulders, the back of the head, the top of the head, and the ears and the jaw. Notice what sensations are there in your body. Now that you are aware of your body, put your hands in this motion throughout your body. Like slowly move your hands from your head to every part of your body, very slowly, very slowly, and ask the question. Which part of my body is out of alignment? Show a sign and let your hand move through each part of the body slowly, very slowly, like this. Do it with both the hands across your body. Move very slowly, very slowly. And notice if your hand starts tingling when you are crossing a specific part. 
Just do this on your own and notice in which parts there is some tingling or some kind of sensations in your hand. We are going to give you a couple of moments to do this. Do this from top to bottom. Go over each and every part. Now, some of you may take a little bit more time. We would like to summarize the findings. If you have sensed anything in your hand, anything, it could be any sensation. It could be sudden change of temperature. It could be a magnetic pulsation. It could be tingling. It could be pressure. It could manifest as anything as long as you are able to feel it in your hands. If you have sensed something, then energetically something is brewing in that part. Once you are aware which part, sometimes it can be multiple parts, hold your hand in that area. Try to sense the energy of that area just to develop sensitivity of your hands and to feel what kind of energy it is. And ask your body, talk to your body as if my body, I'm asking you what is happening here. Why does it feel like this? And see what comes up. Trust the answers that are coming. Don't doubt it. Don't think, oh, maybe it's just my own voice or just my imagination. No, it's not. So for today's transmission, we are going to leave you with this permission slip so that you become more aware of your energy body. And in upcoming transmissions, we are going to discuss more about what to do with it. If you are going slow, step by step, so that it's not too much and too overwhelming. With this, it was our highest excitement to present this transmission to all of you today. Good day. What's up? Thank you, Mumita.
How was the exercise? Uh, it was great. It was uh, good, but I, I think others should uh, <laughs> change it. Let me mention how they had experience with it. And before you do, guys, uh, please fill out the, um, this form that I'm leaving in the chat so Mumita can know uh, your feedback. Is there anything that maybe can be improved? Thank you. Yeah, I'll start. Yeah, I thought it was a really good permission slip. I unsurprisingly felt that there were some uh, things probably requiring some work on in my lower chakras. <laughs> uh, but no, it was okay. really good. Thank you. Okay. Nice. Yeah, I uh, I felt the tingling like constantly. Oh. And yes. Everywhere, like maybe I need to work air general. Okay. General service. General service. Letitia, if you're a healer, just thinking about healing can sometimes activate your hand, your palm chakras anyway. So you yeah, might be feeling that thinking. energy. Yeah. Yeah. Was it was just like... very vibrating. Yeah. So you can ask, uh, see what comes up, like. Uh, I got messages. That's that's I did. Yeah. Yeah. So at least so, you will know if it is for all over or is it like your hands are tingling because of that. Yeah. Understood. Yeah. So as as I was going, I was getting the the messages and very specific to the point. And it came to me. It was not like I I was thinking. You know. Very interesting. I like it. It is it is funny how you know like like as healers we are all like doing for the others, right? And I got to do more on me. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Anyone want? Anyone else wants to share? Yeah, I had an interesting one because I've got some issues with my knees. And because I had the predisposition, I felt the energy there. I felt a different energy there. But that was the issue was I already had a bias for my knees. So, yeah, I didn't ask what the difference was. I, I will next time I do it. But it was just interesting that because I already had an existing knee issue, when I went mm -hmm. to my knees, I felt mm -hmm. the difference in the energy. Yeah. Okay, interesting, interesting. I'm very happy that you were able to feel at the first time because uh, I remember when I was doing this exercise, uh, sometimes some like my left hand was more sensitive as compared to my right hand. So if your hands are not so sensitive, sometimes it may happen you're doing and you're not feeling anything. So that doesn't mean that like there is no problem sorry uh but it could also mean that your hands are not sensitive so try it with a different hand like if you tried with right and you're not getting anything try doing it with left and see because there could be different sensitivities some people also may not have sensitive hands and it takes some sensitizations yeah yeah the problem i had though was a bit like james i don't know how you went james because I do Reiki as well. And so I started to treat myself as I was working down my body. <laughs> yeah, it so could be because that, of that. It could be your hands were activated, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How did you go with that, James? Did you find any of that? 
Yeah, yeah, I, I did when I was sort of scanning down in my lower torso, definitely. Yeah. <laughs>